This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own shnish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, hope you, you're wrong. Hope you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. Alas, we are back with another episode of Wrestling Open Forum show. I am joined uh, with the roundtable of uh, friends, family, wrestling fandom. Uh, Of course, uh, my co-host with the most, Cuff Daddy. A.K.A. Glenn. I think your first, I think it's first Cuff Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes to Glenn. Yeah. Cuff Daddy Glenn. Cuff Daddy Glenn is in the house. And we are joined with a, uh, I guess, a veteran of the show who has appeared how many times, Bob? Uh, several times. Several times? Yeah. So, and we are, we are graced with the presence of Bobby. How's it going, guys? Good. Good intro, Bobby. <laughs> Bob, uh, we've... Dutch isn't here. Of course, we're we're getting used to that. I think I think we're just going to suspend Dutch off the show for the next uh, couple months, yeah. just so he can he can remember or feel what it's like to be left out. But Dutch isn't here, so it's just going to be us. And we uh, decided this is uh, we took we stopped doing the live stream, which uh, yeah it sucks, but it's good for us because it's uh, not as stressful. Yeah. And they uh, just let me fix your mic, man. <laughs> I need you to talk into... Hold on one second, guys. Newer. Newer. What did you do to the microphone? I ain't doing Okay, okay, talk now. How y'all doing? Okay, now we're good. Now we're good. But yeah, so we don't do the live stream anymore, so no more Tuesdays. Uh, It's 7 o'clock. We're not doing that anymore. We're just going to, whenever we get a chance... uh, before every the next Wednesday, we're going to all get together and talk about what's going on in professional wrestling. Yeah. If this is the first time you've ever heard this show, uh, we do it every – we release episode every Wednesday. Uh, I think this is episode 25, so we're uh, – we can drink. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's been a long road to this, but, hey, yeah. it's fun, and we love talking about wrestling. Uh, I, I'm Patrick. I uh, introduced Glenn. I introduced Bobby. Uh, I've been in professional wrestling for – 15 years now, and uh, so I can give like an insider look to it. Uh, Glenn and Bobby are like the super fans that give, give me the fan perspective and give the people who listen to the show the fan perspective. So uh, that's kind of the forte of this show, and we're going to give you about an hour of uh, wrestling talk. And you can find us at openforumshow.com. That's our sponsor that uh, releases this show, so openforumshow.com. They have four amazing podcasts that uh, they sponsor that are all available on that on that website, uh, you can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search uh, Wrestling Open Forum. And, uh, yeah, go back and listen to the 24 episodes that got us here and what we talk about and our discussions on a ton of wrestling stuff. Yeah. And Bobby uh, and, uh, Bobby, doing every main event of WrestleMania last time he was in the studio with us. Yeah, yes, uh, I remember fondly. Yeah, Bobby's the moon. Yep. But I, I do need to go back on one. <laughs> okay. That, uh, I well, did of, you mess up? Well, there was sort of one that I did. Apparently, uh, the uh, 
It was the one with Hogan and The Rock at WrestleMania. Apparently, that was not the main event. Mm -mm. The main event was Triple H and Jericho for the undisputed title. Nah. Did we we say that Hogan and The Rock was right? Yeah. Did we? Oh, did we? Yeah, y'all did. Okay. Nah. You didn't. We did. You're the one that said it, Bobby. Yeah, I know. I know. I said it, but Don't like put the blame on us. But like, I was thinking it'd be foolish for them to go on last. But like, like going going after Hogan against Rock, I'm yeah. like, that was supposed to be just a throwaway match, and it just turned into something amazing, right? Yeah. Right. Right. I remember that yeah. where they were. Sorry, I'm eating my taco. Guys. <laughs> carry it, Bobby. Carry the carry the show, Bobby. But it's just just keep talking about wrestling. <laughs> But yeah, I, I wanted to go back and miss I miscalculated on that, so yeah. Could be a main event anywhere in the world though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you that. Yeah. It's WrestleMania worthy main event. What year was uh Angle and Brock main event? Angle and Brock. How Safeco feel with it? I believe it was yeah. the same one. No. Are you sure? Are you sure no, that wasn't the main event of that show? Because I thought it was before. No, that, 20. that one was the main event, definitely. Was that was that the same show with Hogan and Rock? Mm-mm. Where did Hogan and Rock take place? I thought it was on the Sky, same Sky Dome in Toronto. Mm. I thought, was it 19? Or was it 18? Hogan and Rock? Yeah, no. Uh, Brock and Angle. Uh, oh. <coughs> you asking the wrong person, Bobby. <laughs> no, 19 was Brock and Angle. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was like 19, because 20 Brock took on Goldberg. Yeah, so 18, it had to be, yeah, it was 18. Okay. So eighteen, and it was in Toronto. Yeah, at yeah. the Sky Dome. When what was the main event at Safeco Field? Well, Brock and Angle. Well, Brock. What did are we that talking? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Well, Brock, yeah, well, Brock, well, yes. Brock did that shooting star, which don't know why he went ahead and done it. Because <laughs> oh, he did it. Have you ever seen him do it in OVW? <gasps> oh no, no. Oh. Yeah, when he was in OVW, that was his finishing move. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah I know he that. did it all the time. But apparently, like, look it up. but apparently, someone backstage told him that. He needed to do a WrestleMania moment. <laughs> well, he got and Brock it. Yeah. Being he Brock. I remember be- winning his first title. That was his first yeah. title, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, was it? Was his first heavyweight title, like championship, heavyweight, like top dog title. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Gotcha. So, there's a ton of stuff going on in. Uh, I really, I'm trying. I really <laughs> want to eat this taco. But uh, Go ahead, it's your yeah. Show. So, so to give you a back, like if I sound off today on this episode, it's because I am. I've, I've been. I got my ass beat this weekend, uh, thanks to Evolve and WWN Network. Uh, we did a show. I helped them out with their shows in Queens, New York, and Boston, Massachusetts, or Melrose, Massachusetts, right outside of Boston. And I'm telling you what, a couple of snow with traffic. <laughs> In 14 hours, and a state trooper giving me a ticket in Durham. Wow. Yeah. Breaking up. This, oh, my God, dude. It was it was a trip and a freaking half. It was insane. I mean, I don't I don't even know, like, where to start with it. But uh, great shows. Probably probably two of the best Evolve shows I've ever seen. Okay. So if, you, if anybody has a chance, you can go to WWNlive.com, and they have their on-demand service there. Uh, I don't I think you, I think you, I don't know if you can really pay – like a that. monthly fee or if you just order events by the oh, event man. but somehow but yes yeah, evolve i believe it was 96 97 see 96 97 or 97 oh. 98 so go there and check it out and those those shows are insanely good wow but how was what did you guys do this weekend play video games <laughs> watch some wrestling whatever i didn't watch throughout the week the uh, yeah, what, no i'm not gonna talk about that uh 
some one uh, superstar got arrested on allegations yeah. this yeah. weekend. I don't want to say his name. Don't say his name. Okay. Uh, people, if you if if you want to know his name, then if you want to be that piece of shit, then go out there and look. But until then, don't do that uh, because he's one of my really good friends, and I hope that everything clears up for him. Uh, I don't I don't agree with that. Like what happened? Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, condone it because he's my friend. I just yeah. whatever whatever <laughs> funk that happened that got led to that. I hope he gets out of. Yeah. Because he's a good dude, awesome guy, like one of the nicest people I know, yeah. one of the most talented people I know. Well, well, I pray that everything works out well for him and everything. It's just tragic because when I heard about it, I'm like, that can't be real. Yeah. But then it kept popping up. I'm like, oh, snap, this is real. This yeah. Is, this actually happened. And I'm like, dang, man. Yeah. It sucks so bad. Yeah. Uh, my opinion, uh, me having been in law enforcement, I can say – uh, domestic violence cases are always tricky mm-hmm. uh, because until details come out and stuff, that's with any case, uh, guilty parties are used, are innocent until proven guilty. But uh, with domestic violence, uh, I don't condone it either, but yeah. uh, you wait until the facts come out before you make a judgment on them and yeah. stuff. It's basically, it's basically like a he said, she said. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's, domestic violence issues are always like that. It's going to go by what two people said. Cops yeah. are going to get involved, and either both parties are going to go to jail or one party's going to go to jail because they believe that this person is the aggressor. Mm-hmm. So you just got to wait until everything plays out before you make a judgment call. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I don't... No, you're fine. Glenn has a cold, for those no, wondering. It's or, cold, it might not like, be a cold, it's just the fact that it's like 35 <laughs> degrees in our studio. It's like I got something like stuck right here, and I'm trying yeah. to like get it up. Need some Gatorade? Uh, nah, I'm good. Okay, <clears throat> I wasn't give you any anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, but yeah, I hate I hate that, that yeah. happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, for those people who know I'm talking about, that I hope I, w- I hope everything clears up and yeah. and uh, it was a misunderstanding, et cetera, et cetera. But on the other end of the spectrum, uh, uh, from from personal friends, uh. uh Cedric is the number one contender oh, yeah, for the yeah. cruiserweight uh, championship. Cedric. I just want to say congratulations, Cedric. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, w- I didn't know because, like I said, we were on the road, yeah. and uh, Henry Anthony Henry was riding with me. It's me, Anthony Henry, and James Drake. Yeah. And Henry pulls up his Twitter, and he's like, "I'm either Cedric just won the cruiserweight championship, or he became number one contender on Raw." And I, then I watched it today uh-huh. when I was at work, and yeah, dude, I'm so happy for him. Me too. I've been waiting. Like good, how long? How good for long, him. Yeah. Good for him. See, Glenn, you got me coughing now. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm just trying to get it out, man. Like, he works his butt off, yeah. man. Good for like, Cedric. I'm proud I, I, of I you, man. I stand by, and it's not because he's my he's he's one of my good friends. I stand by the fact that he is he is probably one of the most consistent and best talents yeah. in, on the WWE roster right now. Yeah. He had, he has not had a bad match since he came into the WWE. Mm-mm. Even their little three minute cruiserweight BS matches <laughs> on uh, Raw. Yeah, it, they, they've been solid with him. He's been like the breakout star since the uh, cruiserweight cup. Well, mm-hmm. and I was wondering when he was going to get his chance. So. Well, that yeah. fatal four way match on uh, Raw with him and Mustafa Ali. Yeah, Mustafa Ali and, uh, and uh, who else was it? Tony Nese and Davari. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a real good match. Like Cedric. <laughs> oh like, yeah. The way he hit his those two finishers on those oh, yeah. guys back to back, like mm-hmm. that was sick. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, I can say I give kudos to all those guys because they went out there and they put on a hell of a match. And the fans enjoyed it. Yeah, they did. They the enjoyed. crowd cheered. Yeah, it was like 
this is what we've been waiting for with these guys. Yeah. And the, and the fans got that treat. I wonder, <clears throat> did, did you guys see where they're doing the uh, the uh, tour for just 205 oh, Live? yeah, yeah. Like the three live events? Yeah, I've seen that. Like they do with the NXT? No. Yeah, so, like Bobby, a- they're doing like three live events that are just 205 Live. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like they do NXT. Yeah. And I'm worried about that. Yeah. Because I feel like if they do that and the attendance isn't like Up ins- there. insanely good, yeah. then they will say, oh, well, this is failing. We need to figure <laughs> out something else to do. Because that sounds like, Glenn, I'm going to need you to get your stuff together, okay? Yo, I'm trying. <laughs> you I'm get you a water? Can you guys talk while I go get you a water? Yeah. I can do a water. Thank you. No, but can you guys yeah, cover, can, can you guys can carry talk? the podcast while this I go get you a water? Yeah, yeah it would be fine. Bobby, what, be what topic are you going to talk about? I'm, the floor is yours. Uh, Don't go into the the Omega and Jericho yet. We'll uh, do that later. Oh, man. What uh, else? What else are we gonna talk about? Mia Khalifa. <laughs> oh yes, talk about Mia Khalifa. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. What are your thoughts on it, Bobby? I'll let you go first. Bobby, you know who Mia Khalifa is. Did you know this was before? Yeah, yeah. Did you know she was before she made comments? Yeah, I know. I know who she is. Okay, <laughs> that's all I wanted to know. Yeah, <laughs> I got. I got. Yeah, I yeah. want to dive on that because I got a lot. I got a lot to say about that. Go ahead, man. And I don't. I don't like it one bit. Go ahead, man. Let us know. Okay. First off, first off, you're you're in the industry yeah. where you don't even watch wrestling yeah. at all. <laughs> you don't even watch wrestling at all, and let alone all this other stuff. And then you're just gonna go say something like. Yeah. Oh, this ain't sports entertainment, you know. Wow. This this is not a sport, you know. Yeah. I think, but it, it was mainly a response to, apparently, Ronda Rousey yeah. is nearing a deal with WWE. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, she made a comment about uh, Rousey's career dying in WWE because it wasn't a real sport. Uh, my thoughts, as a veteran, she got a right to her opinion. Everyone... That lives in this country has a right to an opinion. Yeah, a veteran mm. in an industry that I'm not yeah. going to go and top it because I'm I'm keeping it PG on yeah. here. <laughs> but um, as a fan, she's like the last person I want to hear criticizing wrestling. She's the least person. She's the she's like the last person from the last industry I want to hear talk about anything negative about wrestling. Exactly. Like Conor McGregor. He says some things, but he's an athlete. He Connor, that's just Connor being Connor. Yeah, that's Connor being Connor. And Triple H understood that. But yeah, he he's can, not. Uh, he can always come to the WWE tryout and be proven wrong. Yeah, she, she's like nobody. Yeah, like, exactly. Unless like you're into that industry, that you know, like you're a fan of that industry, you know who she is and what she's about. But, but see, but see, I'm a big fan of Ronda Rousey. You know, I, I watched her in UFC. Yeah. I actually watched her last UFC fight, and yeah. it didn't end too well for yeah. her. I don't know what her contract situation is with UFC, uh, with Dana White and all, but I think this is a good move simply because, one, she's mainstream, and two, yeah. I know Stephanie McMahon and Triple H are huge fans of her hers. And yeah. talking about and the four horse women. Yeah. You know, again. but those two industries walk side by side. UFC, WWE. Oh yeah, because they're both yeah. combat sports. Yeah. So I can see. Whoa! Sorry. Almost had a mishap. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. 
but yeah. yeah. But yeah, that that woman had no right to say what she said. And again, <laughs> and again, you may be pretty, but you don't know nothing about wrestling. That's all she got going. You, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, you got. That's all she got going. She's pretty, but she don't know. A, she don't know nothing about wrestling. She don't know nothing about wrestling. Yeah, no. I hate when people like talk about wrestling and have no idea what yeah. they're talking about. And you, and you're in a whole different industry. It's like yeah. me with politics. Yeah. I, oh God. Don't I don't, get I don't know politics anything. or religion. Oh <laughs> yeah. God. I just yeah. don't do it. No, because you, you like everybody has a different outlook on it. Yeah. So you're never gonna like. The only time that anybody ever agrees on uh, politics or religion is when they don't feel like arguing anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But maybe the same thing. Maybe may, Bob, baby, Bobby. Maybe uh, we uh, should just set up a meeting between you and Mia Khalifa <laughs> and let you, you guys talk it out. I really want. To, I really would like to give her a piece of my mind. I and I hope she listens, man. Like, dang, yeah. how are you gonna butt in? <laughs> These puns are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think it's just her. Uh, it's just her getting her 15 minutes of fame. That's yeah. all it is. That's really what it is. That's usually about, about how long it lasts. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, she's used to 15 minutes. Sorry about this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> You're right, y'all wanted to talk about Mia Khalifa. Well, and yeah. uh, did y'all talk about Shane Helms' nah. response to it? Oh no, we didn't get you. Uh, oh no, no. Oh yeah, no like like that's that's why I don't worry about when people talk like try to talk junk about uh, about wrestling is because there's a few people like Shane Helms who are super uh, like insane yeah. like crap talkers. I've I've cussed enough this episode, so <laughs> super insane crap talkers that could that you will talk you under a bus. Yeah. Like and you you go in with uh, the intentions that you're going to talk them under, but they they turn it around on you, and I just wait until they respond. And when they respond, it is <laughs> utterly amazing. Yeah. So yeah, Glenn, your mic is turned around again. Oh man. Hold on, let me fix it again. Oh dang. It's not a good day. <laughs> All right, now you can just leave it like that, and you can do a talk I right ain't into it. it. Okay. <laughs> I did don't not mess, touch it. Don't be messing up our top studio equipment, Glenn. <laughs> I'm gonna be like this far back. So what else, Bobby? Bobby you're the guest. You you pick the topics. Yeah. What's something else we want to talk about, wrestling wise? Mm. Put really you on the spot. To, uh, you want to talk about Omega? And I really want to. That's been on my mind. Like we we have uh, 35 minutes, Bobby. Oh, you think man. we can cover 35 minutes with Omega? And that, no, that's I like th- the main. That's like the main event piece. I that's think, I think we, we can save about. that. We can <clears throat> save that. Please, Hulk. So, <laughs> let's see. What's the next? What's the next pay per view coming up? Uh, uh, of, oh, I know what we can talk about. I know what we can talk. Do y'all keep up with Impact Wrestling? Was it Impact Wrestling TNA? Uh, Jesus Christ, guys! <laughs> Do you know this is a wrestling show? Well, Impact Wrestling, it's you can't catch it. They can't. They you can't catch it on TV. You catch it on the like, TV Guide channel. True. They, they went down the hill when they signed Hulk Hogan and Bischoff. <laughs> Not necessarily. Well, to a to a to a. What's your take? What's your what, have you ever watched Impact on like a regular basis? I did. I did when it started, and then when it was on a spike. Uh, no, when, they were on Channel Forty at one point. Uh, that's spikes. Fox Sports. Yeah. Something. Oh yeah, yeah. When they oh. that was like when they originally started. Yeah, yeah. when they originally started. That was like 30-minute shows. Yeah. Oh. Did you ever watch them when they did the $5 pay-per-views? Like, yeah. Like every week? Yeah. So when did you, when did you lose touch with TNA? 
Like you just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it just they start hiring people that yeah. you know. Well, they didn't hire Hogan until after their like a three year, three or four year Spike TV run. Well, well, Di- well, Dixie brought in Russo, and we Dixie, all know- did, Dixie didn't show up until. Was Dixie there when they first got TV? I don't think yeah. so. No. Yeah, she was. Was she? Yeah. When they first went to Spike or Fox Sportsnet? Mm-hmm. Hold on. No. I'll take it back. I'm sorry. Damn, man. You're messing everything <laughs> up. It's not like, a good day for me. Yeah. So, uh, like, I think Dixie came in when they were struggling trying to re-sign their Spike deal. And then the Panda Energy money made yeah. it worthwhile for Spike to sign with them. But I like. I want to find out what like what, what was the disconnect? Why why don't you or why did you get away from TNA? Is this? This is what I like to dig. You know, I like to dig in I like fans' it. minds to. Yeah. to but try I to liked find it. Out. But it just it used like, to be good. It was good up until like so when AJ left. Yeah, I think pretty much. Well, yeah, pretty much. I think when AJ left, it just sort of took a toll from there. What about you, Glenn? When they start hiring all the ex WWE guys, yeah. I was just well, I mean, the first their first too. two wasn't their first yeah. two weren't bad because the first yeah. two they had uh, Angle, Angle and Christian, Angle and Christian. Yeah, that wasn't bad. No, but no. every other person, I thought, I thought, if anything, I thought Christian shine in yeah, he did TNA. Yeah. That was a. We're gonna start. We're gonna put a counter down. Because I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna start taking tally how many times we <laughs> call us in this. Podcast. Because I think it was around the time that Christian was there. They were yeah. still under the NWA, TNA. They were in TNA. Yeah. They, well, they had dropped NWA. Yeah. Really? I think so. Because I, I know they still had the original NWA title yeah. that was still around. I can't remember. Well, they were on Spike when Christian. I feel like they went. They switched to the TNA championship. Let me Excuse me, guys. Let me run outside real quick. Okay. Go yeah. get it out. Go get it out. Yeah. yeah. If you're not back in like five minutes, we're gonna come look for you. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, like I, I love like diving in with fans to find out like when they lose interest because like I don't have any vested interest in WWE right now at yeah. all. I have noticed like I won't run to my TV on a Monday night. I watch the pay per views just because Dutch always wants to watch them, and I mean I, and a lot of my friends wrestle for them. That's the only, that's the extent of my intrigue. But. uh but I think I think they're starting to do better. What do you think about the WWE product right now? I think I think I think they're slowly getting better. Do you think that the like NXT being so good when they're showcased like on the network, uh, like pay per views, takeover, and all that stuff? Th- those those shows turning out so good overshadow uh, WWE's shows. I think like the so. WWE I think so because they, you know, it's not it's not a longer like. NXT pay-per-view, what, two hours? Nowadays, WWE pay-per-view is a three-hour show Yeah. from 8 to 11. And then you got the big main pay-per-views, uh-huh. the four major ones, a four-hour show or seven hours. I'm like, no, nah, that's too much for me. I can't. That's way too much. Yeah. It's just over. It's overkill. Exactly. And by the time you get to the main event or what the show you're looking forward to, you feel one of two ways. You either feel like oh, there's too much filler in the whole thing, or I'm too tired to even try to give it enough energy for this match. They want to fail. I'd hate to be in the live crowd. It's been so long. I think the last time I went to a live show was Cedric's first SmackDown in uh, in WWE, which was like I think a couple, I think two a year ago maybe. Mm -hmm. 
Wasn't this, it wasn't this last time they came. It was the time before that. Huh. But so you went to Starcade? Yeah, I went to Starcade. What, what was your What was your thoughts on Starcade? Uh, I loved it. Glenn said he, Glenn said it was an awesome show. It was an awesome show. The part I didn't like was how they treated it as a house show. Yeah. Because I don't think it needed to be. We talked. Me and Glenn talked about that, and uh, I don't think it needed to be any more than a house show. Well, they in WWE's mind. They didn't see Starcade as a big major money. Well, I mean, I think that I think they marketed it as Starcade to run against Wrestlecade. Yeah, but I, don't I think, think I think that's what it is. Yeah, I don't think that it was uh, necessarily uh, like downplaying the Starcade name or brand. I think that was no. just a marketing camp, marketing system to try to get people to come to it, and because it was on Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving weekend. Then, yeah. That's, that was that and was, that, was the big, the, that was the big show that was on Thanksgiving weekend. So it's just a marketing thing. Yeah, and that was on the same weekend as Wrestle K two. So you got to take that into consideration as well. Like in the reports that I read, it seems like they honored a bunch of Starcade stuff in it. Did yeah, they? they? Didn't did. they like they did like Dustin Rhodes did the Natural, and then they they had Rock and Roll Express out there. Yeah, on Anderson and Flair. Flair was out there. Steamboat. You know, it it was good for what it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, I, 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 I saw clips of it, like Arn Anderson's Spinebuster. I saw uh, clips from the cage match. I saw uh, Dustin do his entrance. Um, but it seemed like it was cool. It seemed like they had, they had a good draw. They had a good crowd. Yeah. They fill it up or no? Uh, they filled it up, but it was the like- top draped off. Uh, the very top was like drained off. Like, uh, like they had sh- uh, curtains come down over top of it so nobody could sit up there. No, no, they just basically left it blank, like black. I blacked it out. Blacked it out. Yeah. Okay. They just black it out. Gotcha. All right. What? Uh, hmm. What questions you got for me? What you got? A, you got a question for me, Bob? Uh. uh what did you think of? The network, I mean, NXT now going to USA. Uh, the now. one-time thing? Uh, I like it. I, like, what I've read is uh, they're doing this to gauge the audience, an audience. This is going to be like a little test run to see. I mean, it's WWE week. That's why That's why they're on the network. It's nothing special. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're just going to – I think this is a way for – uh, WWE, I, which I've said forever since we even since we started this podcast, or since in, since I saw NXT when it when they had Seth Rollins as the champion, I was like they could they could sell this thing to UPN or USA Network or even Spike TV, and make a killing off of ad sales because because with all these indie darlings that they have, like they they'll capture the independent crowd easily uh, with all the names that they have on that show. And once they once they capture that, the viewership will be there because I mean there's an indie boom right now. There's an indie wrestling boom, so there's a ton of people around the world that watch it. There's a ton of people that watch WWE that don't watch independent wrestling. Exactly. But I also feel like there's a ton of people that watch independent wrestling that don't watch WWE. And I think that NXT is a good bridge between the WWE product and the independent the independent wrestling world. That uh, like it can it's like a meet in the middle type thing. And I think uh, I mean I think it'll do well. I don't know. I don't know that they've marketed it as well as I, as I would have liked them to see. Like, as I would have liked to see it, you know? <clears throat> because you run into an issue where if you market it on the network, you're telling people, don't like, you don't have to watch this on here, you can watch it on TV. 
like your exclusive product, which is NXT, to the network is now going to be on a major television network. It doesn't matter that it's one. It, it, can, it confuses. Like sometimes people can be stupid. Oh, they can, and it can confuse the fan base to like for them to think like, oh, th- this is going to be on USA from now on. No, it's just a one-time thing. So it might dent your viewership for NXT moving like into the next week, into the following week, until people realize that it's only on the network. Then people question why was it on? Why was it on USA Network one time? And did it fail? Did it not do as well? You know. Okay. <clears throat> but that's that's why they make all the money, and I don't because yeah, they exactly. they have all these people that do that. Exactly. But no, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be good. I think uh, I'm interested in seeing, like. I think the production value of NXT is very well done. I don't think that it's like television, like USA Network production value. No, no. So it's it's, it's, it's not nowhere yeah, near. It's interesting. I'm interested to see, like, like I love NXT and uh, I love their their production value. But I like I watched. Do you watch NXT on a regular, like on the network? Yeah. Did you see the shows that were like in San Antonio? They filmed in San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, I think like the main event of the one that I watched was Pete Dunne and Mark Andrews versus the Mustache Mountain. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They're in that they're in that nice like theater and they walk out from the side yeah, of the ring. Yeah, yeah, that's all. It's, it's just like the production value isn't. Yeah. Like it looked like they looked like them filming like a house show. Exactly. So it was. Uh, I don't know. It was interesting. But no, I think like I'm, I'm interested to see how, just like just like when NXT does pay per views, they take over like a SmackDown or Raw set because they have to have that production value for the for pay per views. Oh yeah, you know, yep. it's the same same concept as if they ever got a TV deal. Is would they do it from full sale still, or would they have to move into a sound? Well, I mean, they were there, they're in a sound studio at full sale. Would they have to move into a bigger space to make it more? Like television, uh, I don't etiquette's not the right word. Television product material. I think they should keep it in full sale. I do too. I think full sale is a beautiful, <clears throat> beautiful uh, that, building. I think what they do with it is masterful. But uh, they, I don't know. It's uh, a lot of people used to get on TNA about the whole them uh, running out of the Disney World studios. Or Universal Studios and having that yeah. little sound stage and trying to set it up, but uh, but NXT does the same thing. I think with the TNA though, they wanted to move Impact from uh, Universal Studios and they wanted to take it live. Well, now it's not in Universal Studios it's in Canada. They're doing it in Canada now, but I mean yeah. they they pay people to be go to those yeah. shows. But so it, it was their budget. They they wanted to do it, go to live different states and everything. And it was all about the budget and money-wise and the production and everything. I think that's what really happened right there. I agree 100% with you, Bob. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what NXT does on the USA Network. Exactly. I, I, I want to see when, I'm interested to see the numbers that they get. Uh, but like I said, I, I but I, I don't like I don't have cable, so I haven't watched the, NXT, or the USA Network. So I don't know if they've done a lot of pub, like commercials promoting like NXT coming to the to the network. Do I've you know, s- I've seen. I mean, I'm bit. sure they do it on Raw, but they do, yeah. do they do commercials. I I've seen a little bit of the like commercials. during. 
Yeah. Like, do they do, do they do commercials like during regular programming, like promoting yeah. that NXT is going to be yeah. a special on Raw oh, or yeah. on the network? Yeah. Okay. Then then I think they'll do well. But uh, but yeah. So Bobby, you ready to talk about your uh, what you want to talk about? Well, you ready, ready to take the okay? Well, what you got? Before we get to that, okay. Uh, there's been reading reports that uh, NWA uh, is trying to reach a deal with the TBS uh, Superstation. Oh, Superstation. Yep. Does AOL still own TBS? Hmm? Does AOL Time Warner still own TBS or Spectra? I don't know how that. I think Spectrum is. <clears throat> Spectrum owns TBS now? TBS. They own them? Like, I, did they, like, because I know, you know, AOL Time Warner bought Turner Network. Yeah. Exactly. Turner Broadcasting. Yeah. So, and that's that was the end of WCW. Right. So, I don't know. I think, uh, like, I, 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 I admire, good. like, I admire uh, Billy Corgan's uh, desire to get it out there, but don't grow too fast. Like, I know that NWA was a hot commodity at one point in its, in its yeah, life. It was. But it's, it's ran its course, and it's almost like impact in a sense of you need to, like, rebuild it from the ground up. Don't go just use those three letters to try to get TV deals and stuff like that. I mean, I think they they've taken like Tim, like we were talking about Tim Storm, who was the. Do you keep up with any of this stuff? Like Tim Storm was the NWA champion. No. Uh-huh. And uh, we were talking about how he was, uh, like he he was he's been in wrestling forever. He's older. He's an older gentleman. Uh, got some age on him. Got some miles on his body. <clears throat> but he's done well. Like he did well with the NWA title. But now uh, Nick Aldis is the, which would just be Magnus in Impact. Uh, is the NWA champion, which I like because he's a, just an incredible wrestler, incredible look, and uh, nothing, take nothing away from uh, from the uh, old champion. But yeah, I think I think they're moving in the right direction. But like Corgan, I feel like Corgan needs to take those take like not necessarily baby steps, but just smaller steps. Don't don't go into a right, full stride right. yet. Like build like build the foundation first, rebuild the foundation, make people believe in, in, in the three letters again. Yeah. Make people make people believe that uh that you you're gonna be able to bring this back and, and make it successful and change the change the sour, like the sour taste that it left in a lot of people's mouths with the prior owners. Well, we'll, uh, because, see, we'll see where it goes. Uh, right now, there hasn't been any confirm confirm reports that a deal has reached. Well, I know I know that Billy's working with uh, the United Wrestling Network, I believe, uh, which is on I think ran by Dave uh, Dave Marquez out in the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, and they. Uh, I feel like uh, like Dave, Dave's a brilliant brilliant guy. I've worked with him on a few projects. Uh, during a few projects, and I got to know him very well and talk to him on the phone a lot. And uh, yeah, I think he's making the right connections. I know, I know that uh, CZW is a part of that. CZW is doing really well now. Um, but yeah, I think I think they're like my take is if you if you try to do too much too fast, you're going to just kill everything you're trying to build. You have to you have to take it. You have to be ready for the for the marathon. Not it's not a sprint. Like a sprint will get you, maybe get you it, it, the be, at best it'll get you a little bit like a lot of money in a short amount of time, but there's no longevity there. So it, it's like, what does Billy want to do? Does he want to build NWA and let it build up to a big thing and let it blow off and then die, die, die out and be done with it, or does he want to build this thing into another into a brand again and where he can uh, like build the he can build the uh, the wrestling product, he can build the brand, he can build 
the appeal to merchandise and apparel. I mean, there's there's so many pieces of the wrestling business that you can that you can build on. I think if he just takes his time with it and I mean, he, like I said, he's making the right steps. They, they they release these little videos, and that's cool, and that's getting some exposure. But I mean, the first thing you have to do is make people care about care about the product again, care about the the because because there are. I mean, I, I worked the NWA Legends Fan Fest in Charlotte like many years for Greg, and like you, all you have to do is go there and see the thousands of people that show up for that thing. And you, there's, I mean, there's a market for it. Oh yeah. Uh, and one thing that I think. Billy needs to understand. He might understand this. He's a huge wrestling fan, but uh, I feel like he needs to understand that like the Southeast is where he needs to build this from, because that was the NWA's home, like Charlotte. Exactly, it's NWA's home. You can't you can't go out to Chicago or LA and try to build this thing up because nobody out there really gives gives a crap about it. I mean, they that's not what they lived for. They that's not that wasn't their childhood. Their childhood was. Like the California, the big California, I don't know what they are, uh, independence or the territories. And in the Northeast, it was WWE. In the, in like the South, Southwest, it was like, uh, I want to say UWF. I don't know if that's right or not. It was the, the, the Sportatorium yep. in Dallas and the exactly. Bon Erics and all that. Right. So like the Southeast was where NWA, rent, like that was their home and that was their base. That was their, feel like foundation that was their core fan base so uh, if, I, if you ask me like let, if you want to promote some nwa shows run down in down in charlotte or like even georgia nashville yeah. atlanta those areas right there was what what <coughs> yeah that's the foundation NWA of going. nwa yeah yeah i think but, uh, i think i think and i think what messed up was when crockett wanted to go uh, Northwest or something to do the shows. Oh, Cro- well, Crockett just was trying to compete with WWE, and you yeah. don't like it's I, know it's. I know it's easy for me to say that because I'm like I, I'm in a little organization that will never, never have. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think TNA will ever have the uh, ability to compete with WWE. No, it's just a matter of uh, like. You can't. You it's that's like me starting a computer company, a search engine company, and be like, I'm going to compete with Google. You can't. It's they're too big. Right. They've got too much mileage on you. They're they're already ten thousand miles ahead of you on this road. You can't catch up. It's not going to happen. Mm-mm. So what you need to focus on is focus on the fact that you focus on the fact that you you're, you're building your company, you're building your brand, and if you do that. And you focus on what, what your company is doing, what, how you're building it, the uh, success and the uh, growth of your company as opposed to where your company stands beside the WWE. Then, then that's when you'll prosper and that's when you'll grow and that's when you'll, uh, that's when you'll be successful. Right. Um. All right. So we covered that. We covered it. I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover. And now it's time to cover what you wanted to cover, Bobby. Do I yes. need, do I need to give you, do I need to give you the floor on uh, this? Do you want to, do you want to take over the reins and lead, lead us into this conversation? Uh, I've been, I've been saving this for a while now. So cause it, cause a lot, a lot of, a lot transpired in the last, like this weekend and really, what we're talking, what we're going to talk about. It really like a did. lot happened. A lot, a lot did happen. It's just, it was just crazy. Like, First off, well, I want to say that when when Jericho first did Okay, but before we jump into it, we're talking about the Kenny Omega 
Chris Jericho match this they're building to at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Uh, and uh, they had a lot transpire. So now that we've set the set the stage, the Bobby takeover. All right. So basically, like, apparently it was after uh, Omega wrestled. Uh, he wrestled some guy from WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was cutting a promo. He was basically saying, Who, "Did he wrestle some guy from WWE?" Yeah. Who did he wrestle? You talking about when when Jericho attacked him? No. When oh. Jericho first appeared on the screen, oh. to, to issue I don't the know challenge, he, I don't know who he beat. Yeah, I don't know who he beat either. But okay, so carry on. So basically, he was speaking in Japanese. Uh, for for those of y'all who don't know, uh, Kenny Omega, he he wrestles in Japan and everything. So the Japanese Boy, people understand. I love this. your insight, but uh, the people listen to our show know know Kenny Omega's background. Inano, Inano. <laughs> In night. It, yeah, is this is this what he said? Okay. And he was doing his, you know, his normal routine. Goodbye, haha, and good night, bang. And all of a sudden, Jericho lights yeah, go out. Yeah, Jericho countdown came on, and I knew I knew the song that was playing because it was the Fozzy Judas's song in the background. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh. If, if you if you go back and I'm gonna watch, go back and watch it and see if, if I notice that. If you go back and listen to to it caref- carefully, and then when it hit one, it's like dun 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 dun, dun. and then like Jericho pops up on the screen. Uh, he's got Kenny Omega's picture in his hand, mm-hmm. and he told he was basically praising Kenny Omega, and he was saying so many wrestlers have come and gone. He mentioned Edge, he mentioned Bret Hart, and then he went on to say that he's still around, but he said that a uh, Kenny Omega's not in the not the best in the world. I'm the best in the world. And I wanna prove it because I'm challenging you, Kenny, and everything. And you know, he laid out the gauntlet and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh Kenny's response was uh, uh he agreed to it and he accepted it in Japanese. So <laughs> and so that that set the stage because um, I know recently before that they went on Twitter and had a Twitter war, war going. So, who do you, who do you think is a better wrestler? I want, I want this from a fan perspective. <sighs> Jericho's got a lot of mileage because he's been wrestling all over the world. Uh-huh. Whereas Kenny Omega... He's been... He revolutionized the business. Yeah, he did. He revolutionized the business. That's a tough call because both guys are extremely talented. Both guys are tremendous in-ring performers. It's really a toss-up. So, it's just... So, now, Bobby, did you watch New Japan before all this started going on? Uh, You know, I, I watched the New Japan show they did in July. Uh-huh. Uh, Oh, the ones that was in L.A.? Yeah. Okay. They did. Uh, that was the only one I watched, but uh, there were maybe one or two I watched after that. Um, their product is really good. Yeah. And everything. Uh, it looked like to me that ring is hard as heck. Yes. So, 
I mean, it's a good product. It's New Japan. They have their fan base. Independent uh, fans know, follow New Japan. So, it's, I like it. The, well, like what I'm, what I'm saying, like, did it, did they have your interest of you wanted to watch them on a regular basis before Jericho showed up on their yes. programming? They did? Okay. Yes. That's what I was trying to get out of you. It's like if if they went – because I, I, I feel like the reason that – I mean, I, we went over this numerous times, so I won't go over it again. I, I think that, like, they got Jericho because uh, the booker for New Japan was – used to be Jericho's acting partner when he was in New Japan. And they're really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that's how it all went down. But I feel like New Japan would pay Jericho what he wanted or, like – take this risk because they feel like that they would garner a lot of WWE fans. Well, Jericho's a big name. From that, so yeah. I think it, I think if anything, this benefits them and Jericho's not even signed with WWE right now. So he can basically go whatever he wants and wrestle. He could show up at a independent show if he wanted to or somewhere and just make an appearance and, or do a match or something. But him him going back to Japan and mm-hmm. he's been in Japan. He've he's wrestled there before, yeah, for numerous years. So I think the the people in Japan have respect for him and they love the guy. And well, I you think, can t- you can tell by their reaction that they know who he is. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean it's Jericho? it's a risk that's taken that I think is well worth it <clears throat> because. I mean, it's it's apparent that the 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 idea of that New Japan has is to get their product in the Western market. I guess you could say. I don't. I feel like that's the Western market, like United States and the United States and North America. Right. And uh, I think they're like dabbling in it by letting like Naidos come into the states to do some indie shows. Uh, coming up, uh, Okada. They try. I think they they sent Okada to Impact, which they just completely dropped the ball with them. Um, but it's you have all these things that have happened, and now the with the invention of their uh, New Japan World thing, uh, site, where you can watch all the stuff on demand, just like the Hotspots Network and the WWE Network. Right. Um, like th- now they have the ability to touch. Uh, Americans and North American people and English speaking people because they have Kevin Kelly and Cyrus who do commentary. They dub all over English commentary over everything. And you have that ability to uh, touch that U.S. market. And I think that the best thing they could have ever done was take one of the top U.S. stars and bring them over to face their top star. Oh, yeah. One of their top stars. He's, yeah. I mean, he's, 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 he, they have, I think they feel like they have three or four top stars, and that's Okada. Uh, Tanahashi, uh, Naito, and Omega. Like, that's their top guys. Oh, yeah. And the fact that you have, like, that Wrestle Kingdom card is insane. And that's the thing is, like, I think they got momentum last year whenever everybody talked about how, even the the year before that, when uh, the main event was AJ and, no, I'm sorry, it was the main event, but when AJ wrestled Nakamura. Yeah. Like you have, you're you're going on you're going on this big, uh, this big, a wave of your your biggest show is better than WrestleMania, 
And WrestleMania is the end all be all for American fans. Like that's what I, that's what they want to go to. And then, if you recall, in July when New Japan came over to California to do their two day two day event, where mm-hmm. you had good old JR commentating both both shows back yeah. to back. Yeah. You know, the first night, what you had uh, Cody Rose going for the IWGP mm-hmm. Heavyweight Title against uh, Okada, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I enjoyed. That. That was one of the best matches very, I've ever watched. Very good show. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a good show. And the and the and the night after, you know, they put on good yeah. shows. So, Whenever that Kenny so Omega really, one thing. Yeah. So really, they, they they're, they're on good. a roll. They're on a roll. Oh and yeah. They, and they, I think, if they continue to do things right, they will have an American Americanized, not Americanized product. Product. They will have an American product, American fan base, I should say, that they've that, uh, unlike they've ever seen before. Oh, because yeah. they're on they're on their way. Like they're doing things right. And I think the Omega Jericho thing is like one of the smartest wrestling things. And the coolest way they did the way they did it was the coolest also. But everything Jericho does in wrestling is cool. Like it's exactly. it's, it's it's innovative and new. And I like like the way they did the Twitter war before they ever did the video. And then I love the way like Jericho attacked Omega. In like Fukika or something like that, the name of that town. Yeah. Uh, this past and like busted him open and put blood on his face. Yeah. And then and then Jericho or Omega just attacked Jericho at a press conference. Like that's how you build a that's how you exactly. build a match. That's how you build a fight. The groundwork they, was the groundwork was laid when Jericho issued the challenge. And now and, and now they're is, yeah now they're doing what WWE used to do when they to build a fight. WWE yeah. has gotten away from it because they think that they people just buy it. They don't have to really build it that much. They can build on their programming. They don't do press. They don't do press conferences stuff like UFC does. Yeah. They don't do all this stuff. They they don't showcase like they used to, where people got in fights. Or you, there's, I mean, think about think about if you if you pitch a story to two superstars, and you set up like you clear it with security, clear it with the law enforcement, and you set up them getting into a fight in the airport. Like just a, just a working fight, just that was just planned. Like just act like you guys are mad at each other and you beat each other up. You get arrested. You're not really getting arrested. It's all for show, and you let that build to a story storyline in WWE where you think like just like Matt Hardy and Edge when the whole Lita thing happened. Oh yeah. When they wrestled and you you didn't know if they were going to beat the crap out of each other or if they were just going to have a wrestling match. Like the smart mark didn't know the the unknowing fan didn't know. Even the people that have heard about it through news sites, not really accustomed to the story, didn't know what was going to happen. But that was you can a, create that with what they're doing with Omega and, Jer- and Jericho, but, like in the WWE, in any promotion at all. Oh, yeah, but the Edge of Matt, that was a real-life situation that happened in real life that really took off. That you turned into crazy. money, that they turned into money. Exactly. Then, And not only for WWE, money for Edge and Matt Hardy. Yep. And that's that's what the wrestling business is all about. It's all about building stories, making people uh, question what's real and what's not, and go from there. So I think Jericho Omega is going to be insane. And I think I'm inter- I'm anxious to see Jericho when he's not under the WWE banner. Do you see it being a five star match? Yeah, I mean I don't think I don't think they care. I don't think like Jericho said in his promo. I don't care. It's not. I don't care if it's a five star match. Yeah, it's going to be a fight. Oh yeah. And it's, I mean, I think that. I hope yeah. Kenny's ready for what, for what's in store. Though. Yeah, me too. But I mean, there's only one way to find out, and we will find out. Wrestle Kingdom 12, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Bobby, that's it. 
Right. Show is wrapped. I appreciate you hanging out with me. Hey, no problem. Uh, Glenn, no problem. I hope you get it feeling better. He, Glenn had to leave us uh, yeah, halfway he, through. He's, I hope he gets well. Yeah, everybody's getting sick. It's cold. It's been cold. And it's, it's uh, yeah, everybody's getting sick. It's that time of year. Yeah, pretty but, much. But, yeah, so uh, we will finish it off. I won't make you do the 30-minute thing or the 30-second 30, the 30 recap that I make Glenn do all the time and Dutch used to do. Uh, but uh, I want to congratulate you. Bobby got engaged yep, this past weekend at the Biltmore. So yep. congratulations. Thank you. If you decide you. you're going to jump into that pond, jump into that pond head first. Yeah, I'm enjoying the exclusive club. Yeah, the exclusive club. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, once again, just to give you a recap, uh, we are uh, available every Wednesday. New episode will be released. Uh, if you want to watch some of our old live streams, like I said, we're not doing live streaming anymore. Uh, we might bring it back in, uh, but schedules are so crazy. It's hard to get together. It's hard to do it on a certain time, certain day. Uh, that's why Dutch hasn't been with us uh, recently. So we just decided we're going to get together whenever it suits us and record it, record episode of this and re- release it for you guys every uh, Wednesday uh, morning. So uh, you'll be able to get it today if you're listening, uh, but every Wednesday after. And you can go to openforumshow.com and listen to all of our past episodes. Uh, we talk about anything and everything in professional wrestling. They also have Preaching the Truth with John Schuyler and Bob Killer. Uh, they have the POU podcast with Joe and Nick and uh, my side project, the conversations with people that starts up in January of 2018. And I think we're signing a few more podcasts up. So that's going to be, that's a new cool podcast network in the, in the mid Atlantic. So go to openforumshow.com. You can find the wrestling open forum on iTunes and Stitcher radio. Uh, it's right there for you. If you do go, just subscribe, leave us a review, uh, help us uh, give us that five-star review, that Dave Meltzer five-star review on this amazing podcast. Right, Bobby? That's right. Bobby, Bobby looks like he's falling asleep through my spiel. Y'all uh, be sure to check him out, though, for real. Check yeah, him out. Yeah, Bobby, and Bobby, thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully we can do it again. Oh, yeah. We'll have you in uh, some other time. And hopefully you'll have your topics on game. You came in here only wanting to talk about Omega and Jericho. I was amped up by it. Yeah, that was the only thing you want to talk about. And I was like, Bobby, we have an hour show that we have to fill. We can't just talk about Omega and Jericho the entire show. <laughs> although we although we covered about 20, 30 minutes with it. So that it did well. Yeah. But yeah, so uh yeah. Every Wednesday, new episode, openforumshow.com. Uh we got some shirts coming out very soon uh that'll be available. We'll make them uh, priced for you. Uh thank you to Hot Spots Wrestling Network, Indie Customs, uh Open Forum Show, Triptych Media, and uh Bobby. Gracias for joining me. Gracias. And Glenn, we'll see you next week. And Dutch, I don't even know if you're still alive or not. So Yeah, I, I don't know either. Yeah, so we'll, assuming, I guess we'll find I'm out. I'm assuming one he's day, around somewhere. One day we'll have Dutch back in the studio with us. Yeah. And when that happens, it's going to be like we've never done a podcast before because it's been so long and I forgot what it's like to do a podcast with him. And he's the co-host. Yeah. Jesus is. Lord. Yeah. All right, so Bobby, take care, bud. All right, you too. <laughs>